When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And Furniture Cat Furniture. Quality cat furniture online at furniture.com. That's P U R N I T U R E.com. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Hey, we're going to be sharing uh, big news. Make that big muse today that may improve the health of our fine felines. With us today from Animal Biome to discuss these groundbreaking studies are Dr. Holly Gantz and Dr. Tanya Cooksey. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you so much. (laughs) Now, quickly, Dr. Holly Gantz is the chief scientific officer and co-founder of Animal Biome. And Dr. Tanya Cooksey is the Director of Veterinary Relations there at Animal Biome. Got your titles out, right? All good? All yes. Right. All right. I love cats. I love dogs. And I am so excited that you both are here today because, folks, there hasn't been enough studies on cats. And cats, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the studies are officially known as, you ready for it? The Healthy Fecal core microbiome in pet domestic cats and the study on fecal microbiome transplants in felines. Oh my gosh, my head's a spinning. <laughs> I think in essence, ladies, are you two going to be talking about cat gut health and cat poop? Yes, we're all about cat poop and the microbes inside it. Okay, and let's let's get right to it. Dr. Um, Holly, tell us a little bit about animal biome, because it's kind of a rising star in the field of, of pet research. You, you were one of the co-founders back in 2016. Animal Biome is a company that grew out of a citizen science project, or what I like to call a catizen science project that I started at UC Davis on the cat oh. microbiome. It was called the Kitty Microbiome Project. And um, 
we actually asked people to send in cat poop and let us look <laughs> at the bacteria in it to try and assess what is normal for the bacteria in, in a cat's gut. So we're looking at gut health and you may not have heard of it yet, but there's this thing called the microbiome. And, it's and let, I want people of, to know what that is for all of us out there who don't have PhDs, which are, I think stands for pretty happy cats or pretty happy <laughs> dogs. I mean, what, what is, what is that? So the microbiome is really um, a community of, of bacteria and other tiny microorganisms that live in and on us. And usually we mean like the gut microbiome. And we usually look at it by looking at a little bit of poop. Um, this community plays really important roles, not just in digestion, but it also interacts with the immune system and produces neurotransmitters. And this is very foundational for health, but we didn't even know about it like 15 years ago. So it's kind of a new area of, of research. Now, I know our radio listeners can't see you, uh, Dr. Holly, but you, for this occasion, wore a, a particular scarf. What's, what is the pattern of your scarf? These are kitty <laughs> microbes. There's an artist in Washington, D.C. who actually drew um, little um, microorganisms to look with cat ears and whiskers and tails. And um, she did it in honor of this project where we wanted to study all the little microbes inside cats and understand um, how they're important for cats health and how they could be harmed by some things like antibiotics. And Animal Biome, uh, as a company, you all work with like what, universities and private uh, groups and uh, pet food organizations, right? You've got some, you got a team in place, right? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we, a bunch of us came from academia and then um, we, we do um, partnerships. We have partnerships with a number of different um, pet food companies and we have universities using some of um, our materials and studies that mm -hmm. I can sort of go into in, in more detail. And Dr. Tanya, uh, you were in uh, private practice, right? Before you came on board to Animal Biome? I, I have a weird kind of travel to Animal Biome. <laughs> oh, weird tales. Come on, tell us. Uh, I actually, I was in private practice for a little bit, um, loved it moved to corporate practice, found out that wasn't my bag. And then okay. I moved back into actually teaching. So um, I was teaching at um, my former high school. There's a program where kids oh. in high school can learn to be veterinary assistants. And that's nice. the program I went through um, in order to learn and my love of it before going off to vet school. So I was actually teaching in my old classroom uh, for seven years before moving over to Animal Biome. Did you find the gum you put under the desk from when you were a student? <laughs> hey, I was the quiet kid in the back. That was me. <laughs> so what do you think about being uh, part of the Animal Biome team? What, oh, what drew you it. there? I, I've been here since uh, this past summer, and I have honestly loved learning um, that's the science geek in me. I, I love learning all the new research going into the microbiome. Um, and like you, I'm a cat lover. So I love that we're, you know, have a lot of focus on not only dog health, but cat health. Cause my cat patients, you know, they were the ones who were always pushed to the wayside when it came to medications yeah. and, you know, things we developed for them. So I like that we really focus on both species and companion animals. And it sounds like it is uh, cats are starting to less become second class citizens. That's what I'm wondering. And and Dr. Holly, 
you've been on the in the research field a long time. You can give maybe a little bit of history because for many years, there's studies that have been done on dogs. And if you compare the number of peer review studies of dogs versus cats, uh, what's the verdict? Oh, yeah. I mean, for this, one of the studies that we're, t- we're wanting to talk about today, um, there there's a dozen, at least a dozen papers in dogs. There are only two in cats, and each one of them were a case study of one cat. So there's only two cats have been studied for this wow. one really life-changing product that, I mean, like uh, medical procedure that we're trying to advocate for. And we've got a couple minutes before the break, and I just got to say, you are asking people to send in poop samples. I can only imagine <laughs> the poor delivery person. Hmm, something smells not very fresh. I'm just teasing, but it has to. You have to have a sense of humor. You're collecting cat poop for research. Come on, tell me, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, so that's why, like, we we put glasses on our on our cat and dog and the logo, and like, we want people to know that we we think we know poop is funny. We love the poop emoji. Um, but it's also really, you know, it's something that it's waste product. It's super useful to look at and um, we can learn a lot. So can I call you both professional poopologist? <laughs> I'd be honored. <laughs> I wonder if you, I dare you to put that on your income tax <laughs> occupation, professional poopologist. I don't know. You might get audited. I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to dive in to the two different studies. We're going to be taking a break soon, but I want people, please go after the show to animalbiome.com. And that's animalbiome.com because you've got a, you have some kits out there too, right? For the public, Dr. Holly, tell us quickly about there's, what are the three kits? Yeah, I mean, so basically, we ask you to collect a small bit of poop and put it in a little tube and put it and you you carefully wrap it up and put it in a plastic bag so it doesn't leak in the mail. So the postal carrier is very happy. And then we actually like do some fancy things in the lab to look at to look at what's there and how your cat compares to healthy cats. So it's kind of like the four legged version of Cologuard. <laughs> yeah, we, it's a it's it's convenient like that, although maybe less disgusting. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're having a great time. We're talking with Dr. Holly Gams and Dr. Tanya Cooksey. They're from Animal Biome. We're going to dive into these studies after we take this break. You all know the drill. We're going to sit and purr, and we'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. (laughs) Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. 
Pets, they're incredible. And I'll bet you your pet is the most incredible. Yeah? So why not tell us about it? Or better yet, show us. Our email address is flpetpals at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe your incredible pet will become the next four-legged life sensation. Remember, flpetpals at gmail.com. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're talking with two brainiacs who dig cats. They are Dr. Holly Gans and Dr. Cooksey, uh, Dr. Tanya Cooksey from Animal Biome. And we've been teasing you a little bit. There's big names for these studies, but there are two studies that they're here to share and talk about that just may make your cat's life more perfect. And Dr. Holly, um, what do you want to talk about first, gut health or poop? Which one? Oh, well, I always like to talk about poop. <laughs> okay. And uh, Tanya's going to, Dr. Tanya's going to chime in here on this too. So let's talk about the study, which is a big term, but it, it basically is dealing with cat poop. Can you elaborate? <laughs> well, actually, they're both about poop, but the, but the <laughs> poop one that you're referring to is, is basically a we call it a fecal transplant or like we like to say it's um, gut restoration. Gut and, restoration. Okay. Yeah. And, and involving poop. And the reason we need to use poop is because a lot, there are a lot of cats who've had medical procedures or medications or just didn't start off with all the good bacteria in the gut that they need. And the gut is like a, has like a rainforest of microbes inside it. And um, sometimes when they, get lost, then things go awry. And the way to get them back is, is actually transplanting a little bit of poop. We've made it easy. So there are these oral capsules that are given once a day for like a month. And then usually you're able huh. to re restore things. Um, I don't know, Tanya, if you want to dive into like, why are they? Yeah. Missing? I mean, I, I really find this fascinating because, you know, everybody, Two leggers are into pre and and um, probiotics, and people are starting to pay attention to their gut. And the if a healthy gut happens, healthy poop happens, and all the systems are a humming. Am I right? You exactly. Are all right. So come on in, Doctor Tanya. Let's talk about these poop oral capsules. <laughs> <laughs> Our poop pills. So Our poop pills. <laughs> With the oral capsules, the, the main thing we're trying to do is just put all those native little bacteria and microbes back into the gut. Because um, when we're born, animals, humans, you know, we actually start with almost a blank slate of bacteria. Okay. And um, we actually really don't start developing that until either we're passed vaginally or we have a, come out via C-section. And each way you're going to be exposed to different microbes that start that initial setup in the gut. Um, uh -huh. And find a lot of times that the C-section puppies, you know, little smush-faced dogs and smush-faced cats, they have a completely different makeup. Really? They start with, yeah, because when they come through the vaginal canal, they pick up all that, they nurse on yeah. mom. But with the C-section puppies, you know, typically I'm the one taking them out during surgery, handing exactly. them a towel. So they have the little towel outside microbiome. The nurses are stimulating them. So they may get, you know, bacteria from the nurses. They may or may not nurse on mom. So they're not getting mom's natural skin microbiome. 
So like Dr. Holly was talking about that first start of life is where we first really start to initiate what's going on in our gut. Um, So when you have those little stray kittens that maybe never really had mom's milk. Yeah, good point. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of them can have a weaker immune system is because they just didn't start off right. Well, I know um, on a personal note, one of my other ginger cats is uh, Rusty the Performer, and he was found in a dumpster in Georgia as an orphan kitty and rescued by the renowned animal trainer, Samantha Martin of the amazing AcroCats. And I do know that Rusty's gut health isn't as strong as Casey's, who came from the San Diego Humane Society with his mama and his sister as a kitten. And, uh, you know, I call him a shelter alum, not a shelter rescue. He's a shelter alum. But that makes that's interesting because some kitties that have that don't have mama, they don't have that Benny that uh, other kittens have. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Wow. See, you guys are, you're schooling me in a good way. I like this. I like this. So Dr. Holly, with this poop pill, this oral capsule, um, why is this so big deal? Because what's going to happen? What, if you could wave a wand, what do you think some of this research is going to lead to? Well, um, we, so the, the study that we're talking about today, we've been looking at cats that have chronic digestive conditions, like chronic diarrhea. and Finding and and we've also looked at cats with GI lymphoma as well, and finding that the poo pill oh. actually can really help resolve those symptoms, which is really wow. Just people are so grateful for that. We're not saying it can cure cancer, but like it's still a better quality of life not having diarrhea every day. Um, so it's it's just amen. A, and <laughs> yeah, amen. there are studies like tech, um, sorry, uh, University of Illinois, um, Dr. Arnangal is doing a study with diabetes in cats, um, and he's hopeful that capsules can be helpful for those for that as well so metabolic disorders and they're sort of they've already shown things like acute diarrhea chronic diarrhea um those have been the initial focuses but there's more things that people are thinking about because the microbiome is really health yeah and it's and i i have been a little teasing but i know if you your cat has chronic diarrhea or they're vomiting every other meal. That's pummeling all the good good guys in the gut, right? And what's caught what happens to the body when you got the squirts and ooh, you got that. That's the medical term. <laughs> <laughs> what what's happening to them, Dr. Holly? Well, they I mean they can't some of them right, they can't even get in the litter box, right? It's just um it's it's Terrible. I mean, so the, the the system is inflamed, right? And it's yeah. Um, and I mean, what's happening is pretty complicated, and it, there can be a, a host of things going on there, um, in terms of like different parts. Of, right, the the GI system has lots of organs that r- interact with it, and the immune system is interacting with it. But um, typically, we think about um, the gut. Um, barrier and how the lining has sort of been disrupted and you get things leaking across and um and so that can allow like pathogens to invade the bloodstream and like it's it's just a there's a lot of gas uh, gastric reflux hairballs are a big problem for cats who are having all this go on right because it impacts the movement of things through the 
the intestines. Ah. And I know the scientific name, Trebizor. Am I good? Yes. yes. <laughs> she knows the name. Yeah, baby. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to continue with Dr. Holly Gans and uh, Dr. Tanya Cooksey. We've talking a little bit about this study with the oral capsules that may help the gut health and make sure your poop you scoop is looking like a Tootsie Roll um, after we take this break. So I want all of you to sit and purr. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us this week. We appreciate it. And uh, while I got you, do you think you could, a uh, little belly scratch? Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. Hey, welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm Arden Moore, your host, and uh, I'm getting schooled in a great way about cat gut health and cat poop to keep our pets, our cats healthy. And we do know that cats are both prey and predator. We do know that they don't really want to tell us when they don't feel good like our dogs do. And so today with us are two people from Animal Biome that are really up in the game for cat health. And they are Dr. Holly Gantz, who is the co-founder of Animal Biome, and Dr. Tanya Cooksey, who is the director of uh, veterinary relations. I am so glad you guys are putting up with my bad jokes and things like that, but I am serious. I, w- I want people to know about you, about your company, about the research. So um, Dr. Um, Holly, how many cats are in this study that dealt with uh, improving their poop and their, and their, and their gut health. Yeah. The, the poop hill study involves 68 cats. Okay. And that's bigger than the one or two that were in previous studies, right? Yeah. They all, please tell me, didn't live in one house. This was not a hoarder house, right? That's right. No hoarders involved. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes they had, there may have been two cats in in a couple of the houses, but. Okay. That's fine. And uh, Dr. Uh, Tanya, have you been involved in the study or what would you be telling your friends and others about what this means to them if they have cool cats at home? Well, in this study, what we were looking for is, you know, the the response of the little gut microbiome to introducing all the new bacteria, because these were cats that had chronic issues like diarrhea. Um, Some had been on things like antibiotics, which antibiotics are awesome. They do their job, but they're not very selective about what they take out. (laughs) So So they can take out some good stuff. Exactly. So they'll take out good along with the bad. So a lot of times we see that with our cat patients. So Mm -hmm. we have those cat patients that may need antibiotics for something else like a head cold or a bladder infection. This research helps to show that by giving oral FMT pills or poop pills, we can at least help reestablish some of those bacteria that have been wiped out by previous treatments that were necessary. I like Um, that. I like that. So um, what, when can we expect some of this? When can our veterinarians during a a feline wellness exam say, Hey, we got something here. You might want to consider what's the, what's the progress line, I guess. Is that your question, your answer to field Dr. Holly? Sure. So, I mean, the, the paper will be coming out in a few months, but the, the capsules, the poop pills are already available today. Oh, and okay. uh, um, Dr. Tanya works with many veterinarians to help them um, make them 
available to their patients. I don't know if you want to speak to that, Tanya. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. I'm as curious as a cat. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have our veterinary side where the veterinarians, they order the capsules for their clients or they will actually order what we call enema material, which is putting poop. Whoa, up whoa, the whoa. that's a big word. What did you just say? Enema material. And OK, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we put poop up the poop chute in order. <laughs> I love this lady. OK, yeah. <laughs> help reestablish the gut. And, and I have had a lot of my cat only clinics and my uh, vets who work a lot in shelters where cats are really stressed out and have a lot of loose stool. Oh, they find good. A lot of yeah. success, um, with really? Those so kitty suppositories, I guess, basically, right? Pretty much. The vet gives it and then we send home. So the owner doesn't have to worry about doing poop shoot <laughs> suppositories. <laughs> But I know they're joking, but go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, but because like um, not everyone wants to go to the veterinarian and not all the vet veterinarians are busy, that you, you can also order them directly from us. It's a kitty biome gut restore supplement. So you don't okay, have to good. go to and your that, veterinarian. It's easy, ladies and gents who have cats. It's animalbiome.com. I do know that stress is can impact a cat you know, psychologically and physically. And as someone that's part of the Fear Free Pets, it's all about FAS, fear, anxiety, and stress. And, but can you address, uh, Dr. Holly, about cats? And they really don't want you to know they're not feeling well, right? Absolutely. Like they will crouch, right? But they won't, and they'll hide, right? But they're not going to like, yeah, tell you about it. Um, and that's sort of part of why I developed the poo pills was because it's, hard to take a cat to the veterinarian. They don't all want to do that. Um, not all of them like can tolerate being sedated. Um, so we sort of, I developed a way of giving the, the, the FMT or the poop pills at home with, and they're very small. It's still challenging and that there's, you sometimes have to have a cat burrito situation for some cats that don't like to be pilled. So there yeah, is we that teach challenge. That in our first aid, how using a nice thick towel and having some of the cat's hair on it so it feels, smells like a security blanket and doing it maybe in a nice, quiet, no escape place like a bathroom and make the cat feel like it's a cool thing might be the best way to give those poop pills, right? Yes. Yeah, I love this. Hey, um, we're also going to be addressing, there's another study that these fine ladies are here from Animal Biome here to discuss. And I want to make sure this is part of the Kitty Microbiome Project. And is is this the one with the gut health? Can you help me out, Dr. Holly Gans? Yeah, <laughs> so that was the... I'm doing to decipher this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. So yeah, that was the, the Citizen or Catizen Science Project, but that's what it grew out of. Um, where basically we said, what, what should, what are the bacteria that healthy cats have so that we know what we need to restore in cats that are sick? Um, okay. So all that is is saying like, these are the bacteria that most healthy cats have. And why should you care about them is because these are the good guys. And we want to know who the good guys are so that we can understand um, how, you know, if they have to take a medication, um, what harm is caused to the good ones so that we can get them back. I like and that. So really, and, all that is, is, is who's who's there. Okay. And Dr. Uh, Tanya, what's your take on that? I like that. So these are microbes that have wearing white hats and not black hats, like in the cowboy westerns? 
Exactly. That's exactly what this is. So by being able to actually analyze and see which microbes are there, we can sometimes adjust diet if necessary to boost certain beneficial microbes. Um, and also it helps us pinpoint, are there bad players that we may need to address? So we really get a good snapshot of what's truly going on in the gut by being able to see each bacteria. Do we have an in-home test that um, that you can do with your cat to assess, like, oh. do they have all the good guys? Or are they missing some of them? Do they have some bad actors oh. that are overrepresented? I, I think I'm going to have to get something for Rusty. I'm going to check out his gut, right? Yeah, Rusty, we should do that. performer, because he didn't have mama. You know, he didn't have mama when we got him. So you're saying you can get it online at, at Animal Biome. Do you need a veterinarian um, prescription or is this something to walk us through it? Yeah, no, you can just order it online and then we send you this kit that involves you putting a little bit of poop in a tube and mailing it back to us. And then you can um, you can look at it yourself. We have um, veterinary technicians who are our animal care specialists who will do a, a 15 minute consult with you to talk about it. Oh. Um, you can also share it with your veterinarian. We really love to involve them as much as possible. I, I, I think I might do that because Rusty's three. He's a great boy. He jumps through hoops because he was a circus cat. But I worry a little bit about his gut, even though we're feeding very quality um, food that have a single protein, you know, that you recognize as the main ingredient. And we measure his food, all that. Uh, but uh, he's he's too young to be having a little bit of uh, gut issues, right? Yeah, and we see that with the orphan kittens a lot. That is that's they really just, cool. Yeah. We're speaking. Are you guys listening to all this? This is good stuff we're talking about. We're talking about cat poop in their gut, and it's about time they come out of the closet and we reveal what we can do to better the lives of our fine felines. We're gonna uh, wrap up the show after we take this break and learn a little bit more about Dr. Holligans and Dr. Tanya Cooksey from Animal Biome after this break. So sit, stay, or purr. We'll be right back. back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're talking about cat poop and cat gut, and it, they need to both be healthy. And with us to kind of share some new advances and what's happening on that frontier are the folks from Animal Biome. We have Dr. Holly Gantz. She is a co-founder of Animal Biome. And Dr. Tanya Cooksey, and she is the director of veterinary um, uh, relations. So um, Dr. Holly the gut study we were alluding to before the break, you actually are finding like two major things that you want to bring out. What are they? That's right. In addition to identifying which are the good bacteria in the, in the gut of cats, of healthy cats, we found two interesting things. One is that the diet you feed your cat is going to have a large effect on who's there in terms of the bacteria there. And okay. particularly, we found cats who had a diet that included kibble um, were very different than other cats. So if a cat only got canned food versus a cat who only got dry food, 
versus a cat who gets both? What's what's your take? Just that they're different. I mean, the biggest differences were with that if they have any kibble in their diet, mm-hmm. there's a big effect. And um, if they're raw fed, it's different. We don't yet know what's better. We just know that what which bacteria are there differ based on diet, which is means really? that diet's really promising intervention, I think, if you're trying to change things. And the diet wow. matters, right, for supporting health, right? What's your take on that, Dr. Tanya? Because I know people are always wondering, do I feed raw? Do I feed kibble? Do I feed canned? Do I give a pro or prebiotic supplement working with my veterinarian? Any any kind of thoughts you can say as this study is just kind of unraveling what's happening? Yeah, and, and like Dr. Holly said, you know, we're it doesn't lean more towards one's better than the other. But we do know that cats in general do sometimes need more moisture and water in their diet. So it is something to always kind of keep in the back of your mind when you're thinking about diet. Like, what does your particular cat need? Um, If you have a history of things like stones, maybe you do need to do a mixture of kibble. But there could be a connection with the gut as well. So there's so much research that can be done still to show all those other connections that kind of go together to connect that diet with the bacteria and what else can go on in the body. Now, I will say, in addition to hosting the show, I do write the nutrition column for both Catster and Dogster magazine. So you guys be prepared for me to bombard you with some questions down the road for other topics because you're you're my you're my brainiac friends now. You're my buds, your brainiac buds. Um, there's another point you wanted to bring out, uh, Dr. Holly, about this gut study. And what is that? The other um, really exciting thing I, I thought was that we found that of the good good bugs that we found in healthy cats, we did <laughs> find that, that the number of them d- decreased with age. And we, we do know oh. that like things start to change as we get older. And, um, and this seems to be true even among healthy cats. We're apparently healthy according to what, the, uh, what they could tell because cats don't tell you, I guess. So it was small but significant decrease in the number of good bugs with age. So if you could wave a wand, what do you see the world of cat health in five years through things like what you're doing at Animal Biome? I'm going to I'm going to pick on Dr. Tanya first and then uh, Dr. Holly. I hope you're an optimist. I'm an optimist. We have been making bigger strides with our our cat friends. So I think the main goal would be to have the more research so that we can actually provide cats with better reliefs than we do now. Um, so that way, if it is related to some changes with nutrition, if there's there are certain things we need to do differently with our food that we manufacture with them, maybe it's you know creating specific things to help their gut that's specific to cats. Um, and we can have their I like that. Yeah. How about you, Dr. Holly? Well, we're um, really excited about microbiome medicine. So having veterinarians take into account the microbiome when they make decisions for, you know, medication use. And we're actively creating new, new probiotics that contain these good guys. And they, we, in five years, we will have a whole bunch of them already available for people. So you won't have to do the probiotic in the future. Hopefully you can just do <laughs> the good ones that aren't in probiotics today will be available. So you must, you both have been veterinarians for at least more than a day, right? We've established that. So what do you think about for future veterinarians that are going to veterinary schools? Do you think there's going to be starting to have more things in the curriculum about um, 
the, the um, microbiomes? Because I've always heard veterinarians say, we didn't really cover nutrition that much. What's, what's your thoughts? Uh, let's start with Dr. Uh, Tanya. What do you think? Are we going to, uh, maybe there's going to be a spotlight more on nutrition I, I from hope, stuff like this? I hope so, because yeah, I'm an Auburn grad. I, I've been practicing. I won't do the math, but I've been practicing for 16 years. Um, okay. We didn't, we really didn't. They didn't really teach us about the microbiome. You know, it's something in the human medicine side we've kind of known about and we've investigated. Okay. But in, in vet med, I love my society of vet medicine, but we were always a step behind at times. So I really do think now that I don't know what happened during COVID, but everybody was more focused on their health. And that's yes. Good and point. That's, yeah. And it's expanding into being focused on their pet's health. I think now we're at a point where they're going to really start talking about this more in the curriculum of vet schools. I hope so. And and Dr. Holly, what's your thoughts about the future of the spotlight being turned more on the gut health of our cats and our dogs with the bio, I mean, microbiomes? I think it's coming. I think it's you're right. Like nutrition is under taught in veterinary schools and the microbiome is way behind that. I think those things together, though, are going to be I think microbiome and nutrition are going to become a more really important part of the curriculum. Um, but it's it takes time to change things like that. But they're already schools are already starting to hire people, um, yeah. professors to focus on this. So it is it is coming. I, I'm I like nutrition. I mean, years ago I worked at Prevention Magazine and I learned a lot. I got to work with human nutritionists, and now doing the nutrition column for Dogster and Caster, I get to speak with experts like yourselves. It makes me a better consumer because I want to give quality food for my dogs and my cats because I don't want to have them develop something that could be a condition that's expensive and it could shorten their life. So I invest up front, I guess, is my my theme. What's your take on that, Dr. Holly? Oh, yeah, I I, I invest in my pet's diet. I think that it's really, it's just, it's like my own. I should do better for myself too, but um, <laughs> yeah, I garden well, for myself and, and my, give my pets the best the best I can. And you want to do a shout out? Who are your four leggers? Oh, Charlie and Darwin. Ooh, of course, Darwin. Come on. <laughs> just gotta, and are they cats, dogs? What are they? I have two. I have two dogs now. We used to have Panther, a, our um, former feral black cat who we adored, who felt a little mixed about us, but um, <laughs> we don't have her anymore. So down to just well, the two pups. Uh, shout out to Charlie and Darwin because they're tuning in right now. I know they are. And uh, Dr. Tanya, who are your four-leggers? Uh, I have Ella, who is snoring in the chair over on the side. She's my uh, <laughs> two-year-old pit shepherd mix that I okay. adopted during COVID because, you know, everybody got a COVID puppy, including the vet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Ella. You know what I call pit bulls? I call them meaty cheeks because when they smile, they got their meaty cheeks. Yep. I love pitties. <laughs> That's All right. Funny. So, Ella? And who else? Ella. And then I have Ezzy, who is my oldest cat. She's 14. And Baby Cat, who I did not name. Um, but oh, oh, come on. They all say that. Yes, go ahead. Baby Cat. How baby old is cat, Baby my, Cat? My daughter named. So Baby Cat's three now. So How old? Three? Okay. Yeah. Do you call Baby Cat BC ever or just Baby Cat? His name was actually Bagheera when I got him. That's what I wanted him to be named. And my kid was like, no, baby cat. And I started calling him that and it stuck. And he only answers to that now. So, <laughs> Okay. 
Well, I can't believe the time is gone. I really, really appreciate both Dr. Holly Gans and Dr. Tanya Cooksey from Animal Biome being uh, guests on our show. I hope you all uh, dash over to animalbiome.com. And uh, I want to do a big uh, shout out to my wonderful sponsors, Furniture Furniture Store, furniture.com, and also Tevra Pets, the makers of great products to keep pets happy and healthy, tevrapet.com. And at checkout, include Arden23 at tevrapet.com, and they're going to give you something special for your dog or cat. Hey, all you radio stations broadcasting our four-legged live show, we really do appreciate that. And the numbers are growing and we appreciate that as well. And fourleggedlife.com, you're going to see a lot of the different episodes that we do air. And we do thank you for tuning in. So for now, this is Arden Moore saying just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.